Welcome to the Off and Going Podcast, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Off and Going Podcast. A little bit of a special episode. Uh, didn't come out Tuesday. We're going to do one giant super, for the super wild card weekend, we're going to do one giant episode here. Uh, we got, man, all the games did not, I mean, they did not fail other than to provide entertainment other than maybe the Bucks, the Bucks laying an egg on Monday night. Uh, other than that, we had the theme of the, of the wild card weekend was no no lead is safe. You had two teams just absolutely completely go 180 from thinking they had it in the bag. It was over, it was done with, signed, sealed, delivered in the Chargers, I mean, to be up 27 points in a playoff game. Now, I know from experience, my Dirty Birds, I know, I'm going to hear it, 28 to 3, right? Biggest stage of them all. I can count right, 27 is more than 25, so it's a new, it's a new 28 to 3, 27 zip, 27-0. It doesn't come off the tongue as much, though. That's the problem. 28-3 just rolls off the tongue like it was meant to happen. It's just... Fuck, dude. It's going to be 28-3 forever. And then the memes of the Chargers and the new Falcons uh, that was coming out. Now, you know, is Brandon Staley's job secured? Is it That's a, that's in question. Cause some of the calls he was kind of making. Uh, just, you know, when you're that aggressive, it, it either you look smart if you win, but if you lose, it's all on you. And I mean, it is what it is. I thought the Jags stepped up when need be. I mean, they really. I mean, to to me, the big play was that drive going into half for Trevor Lawrence to get down the field and them to to really to move that. That was huge. Uh, the then you got the the Bills as well. They're up huge. Thought maybe they might. Do the same thing. I thought, oh my God, here we go. Did they not? Did they not watch the games from the night before? I mean, they almost give up a huge game, a huge lead as well. What were they up fourteen? Seven? They they were up seventeen, at one, nothing at one point. So not quite twenty seven zero. But uh, then the Giants, the G men. So we got. I mean, it's just crazy. The Bengals hanging on, playing t- a tight game, and you know, with the division game, you always could can expect something. There's always that chance of being close just because it's a division game. Third time playing somebody, you kind of know what they're going to do. And really that one, to me, that one was as close was as close as it was too just because uh, the game plan doesn't really change as much from Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley. It's kind of the same game plan going in. So the Bengals kind of don't, they, they kind of still know what's happening. It's not like it's a new quarterback. Sometimes it can be hard even if it is a backup, and maybe that's, you know, part of the reason why the Dolphins hung around, which that was impressive, but it, it, it's harder when a backup comes in because you're not planning for that guy. You don't know how that guy plays. You don't. You really don't know, especially, I mean, if they haven't played at all. But Tyler Huntley, they've seen. You know, the Bengals have seen. They know. They've got tape on them. It's, it's, you have tendencies there. But... Uh, every game was was pretty much close. 
other than, you know, the Cowboys just running away with it. You know, I, I picked the Cowboys, even though the Bucks were my Super Bowl team. I went with the Cowboys. Uh, it's just, I did not expect that. That was impressive, and we'll talk into that. We'll kind of go into but We'll start with the 49ers-Seahawks. That game was, you know, close at the beginning, but just too much 49ers. Too, too, many, too many pieces, too many weapons. Brock Purdy, like I've been saying now, and I'm not trying to be on jumping on the bandwagon, but this kid to me has the stuff. He has whatever it is that makes a, a quarterback not just a good quarterback, but a great quarterback. I think this kid's got a good future, and I think he's stealing the job from – I mean, he's seriously got to be stealing the job from Trey Lance, and I don't know what that means for Trey Lance. I know he lost his job because of the injury, and then Jimmy G came in, and he got injured, so now that's why, I brought, that's why we're here where we are. But, I mean, this kid is is playing amazing. And I know he's got so many pieces around him, it's it's almost impossible to fail. But it's still, you can make it not work. This kid didn't have the, the grit, the guts, the leadership, all the intangibles that make a quarterback great. This would, this would have failed. This would have been a closer game against Geno, who's an experienced quarterback who has all the, ex- you know, he ha- he came in with the experience compared to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy came in with the benefit of having the better team. But still, they made it close. They made it a good game. I, I thought it was just it, it was just almost an impossible battle. They had to be perfect in every aspect of the game. And they did a great job in the first half, you know, obviously with the lead. Uh, 17, 16 and a half, they were up. And then it just got out of hand. That's, it seemed like that strip sack fumble kind of changed the game. It changed the whole momentum, and it couldn't be brought back. It was too little, too late. I will say I was impressed by DK Metcalf for the Seahawks. If you if you want to look at any bright spot for the Seahawks, I thought DK played a, a, an excellent game. Obviously 10 for 136, two touchdowns. To me, he's always been a guy that's been pretty – mildly inconsistent and I don't know if that's you can say quarterback play but even when Russ was there it was kind of like he would have these games where he's really great and then he's just then you don't hear from him for a little bit then he's come back so it was, I, I like I like to see that more out of DK because to me I, I he's got the stuff at you know 6'4 235 still only 25 years old to me he should be he should be one of them guys that are just tearing up the league. He should be the top five receiver every year. And I think he has cause just the just the way he's built. He reminds me of, of Julio. A lot like Julio. I mean, he's big, fast, tall, strong. I mean, he's got everything that you would want out of a receiver. So I, I want to see more out of him. So this was a, a big a big game for him that I, I expected. And this is what I expect from DK more often. More often than not, I should say. It's a lot of times he can get shut down by these big corners. But also they need some he needs a running mate. You know, Tyler Lockett's not gonna he's not a spring chicken, right? Tyler Lockett's gotta be in his thirties right now. Or is he is he twenty nine? Yeah, he's thirty. So I mean and he's still playing at a high level, which is great. But I I don't know, that that's the one takeaway I, I, I see from this team. You know, they need to get the receiving core a little bit better. They feel I feel like they found Kenneth Walker. They got the running game, which they want to do. But you got to have pieces to be able to pass off of that. You can run the ball and be successful 
but you have to have your pieces. So, um, but the 49ers, uh, they just, I know everyone's now on this team. It's like, this is the team going to the Super Bowl. This is the team that's going to win it all, which they look like that, that could be possible. But I, I want to see what the, you know, Eagles have to say about that because, you know, the Eagles are the number one seed. Jalen Hurts was playing at a MVP level until he was hurt. Uh, he was in the running, but I think Mahomes has clearly taken that MVP status away from him. I mean, it's impossible not to give it to give it to the Patrick Mahomes the way he's been playing. But that's a whole different discussion. But I just think the 49ers, I mean, you get you get 119 from McCaffrey, so the running game is there. Debo Ayuk going off. You don't even have George Kittle like tearing it up because he doesn't you don't you know, he'll have his own different games. The defense is the defense. They're getting pressures, they're getting sacks. It's 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 they can hit you with everything. I mean, Arik Armstead, Charles Omenahu coming in to play. I mean, the guys that you don't even, you know, Arik Armstead and Nick Bosa, the big names, Fred Warner, you know, big names. But I mean, Aziz Ozolari, these other guys, uh, Tashawn Gibson, all these different guys that can make come in and and, and make plays. It's it's a a great team effort. You can tell that they. They buy into playing as a team, you know. It, it's all about each other. It just it just feels like a good, good situation in, in uh, San Francisco. And I think Kyle Shanahan's got even more weapons than he did with it when he was with Atlanta, and took them to the Super Bowl. So, as offensive coordinator, I mean, all all the pieces he has, all all the tools he has, he has all the tools he needs to get the job done, and he's taking advantage of it and. To put up a, a win like that over a Seahawks team, which I felt like of all the teams was one of the was what was the weakest team. Obviously, them getting in the uh, last, I, I just felt like they were they were the weaker team. But they got into the dance; they had a shot at it, and you know they played really good in the first half. It was just one of them games where talent the talent was eminent of. It showed itself who was, who had the more talent in this game, and it just they, 49ers ran away with it, and I think they, you know, you got to believe the hype, but at the same time we got to see what the Eagles do, because if the Eagles actually, you know, play like the number one seed now with Jalen Hurts, it's gonna be tough. Eagles 49ers that could be a, a fun matchup if that's what we end up getting. So then uh, Saturday night. We had the Chargers Jags. This was a this was fucking nuts. I mean, t you want to talk about a tale of two halves for Trevor Lawrence? First half, I mean, what was it? The second play gets tipped, tip ball picked. Asante Samuel had three. Was it three in the? I believe three in the first half. Yes, he had three in the first half. So it was like, what? I was like, oh god, this is this is gonna get ugly. I mean, I think I think everybody, including the Chargers, had packed it up. Like, all right, it's 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 done for. It's we're out of here, boys. You were, you know, we're on to the next one, and that that's that bit him in the ass. It, I mean, they had it, they had it. They were playing lights out on the offense. They were playing lights out on the defense, and then it, it, the the Jags just kept chipping. Like Doug Peterson, I think Doug Peterson is coach of the year. There's a lot of candidates, uh, but he's got to be coach of the year. I mean, 
hands down, hands down coach of the year. For what he's done, that Jags team, to get him in the – first off, to get him to the playoffs is impressive. To get him into a, a spot to, to be in the playoffs is really impressive, even though that division is weak. But if you look at it, uh, let's not act like the 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 Tennessee Titans were not 7-3 and three running away with the division. Easily could have been like, fuck, boys here, it's another one of them. Here. No, they didn't. They just kept doing their thing, sustained themselves, you know, stuck to what they were doing, and and found themselves in a chance to get into the playoffs, took advantage of it, beat the Titans, head-to-head, best team gets in, they got in, and now they're making the most of it. They go against a Chargers team who had been rolling. A lot of teams thought, oh, this is, they're peaking at the right time, myself included. Injuries, they're, they're, you know, they can't use the injuries. They did not have Mike Williams. That might have been huge. You know, had it had they had they rested, would it made it make a difference? I don't know, but I don't like resting. I don't like resting either. I'd rather take the chance of playing your guys and, and carry momentum in. And they had the moment. They had momentum, but this to me, they just got got up and then fell flat. But to finish that that point, Jacksonville goes up against a team that everyone thought was going to win, and then what do they do? Bam. They find themselves in a huge hole. Oh, it's over, guys. It's We're done. Could have packed it up there. They had so many chances to pack it up in the season. So, shout out to Doug Peterson. Uh, to me, coach of the year for what he's done to the Jaguars team. Duval got it, got him going. So, um, got to credit them. The Jags, huge win. I mean, Lawrence to throw four picks in the first half. Then to turn around. Throw three touchdowns in the second half. To me, the biggest play was that drive going into halftime. To drive all the way down there, kind of get momentum, put up a touchdown. You know, twenty-seven to seven, other than twenty-seven to nothing. But then to come back the way they did, uh, defense just pitching almost a shutout in the second half was huge. And that's that's how their defense has been. Uh, it, it it your way they they were inconsistent. Right, everyone was concerned. Is you know how can their defense play? And they did this against the Titans game too, and they just stepped up. And the defense made 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 this happen. But don't don't get it twisted now because the offense did what they needed to do. But the defense made this happen because if they don't only give up three points, it doesn't matter what what they do on off- offensively. They're not going to be able to catch up. So the defense did a hell of a job making play after play, um, and they've got the pieces. They've got a lot of young. Te- talent a lot of good pieces and and it's just being more consistent I mean they got a good voice a from Atlanta I wish we would have wish we would have kept that dude he's all over the field he I mean he's just a beast then you got Josh Allen you know on the D-line with uh, Trayvon Walker making stepping up to make plays but I mean I like Tyson Campbell I mean they, they've got enough pieces right they have enough pieces to really get this thing going and, and it it just if they can be consistent, they can. They're a scary team if they can piece this thing together. So I, I don't know about this year. How much I buy stock in Jacksonville get making a deep run? Um, we'll kind of talk about the matchups because they 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 draw Kansas City now, and ah, that's a tough one. You're not. I don't know about what you, if you're going to do what you did against Kansas City and what you did against the Chargers, but we got. A lot of fun matchups, but but shout out to shout out to Jacksonville, 
huge comeback. The Chargers, that's a debacle of debacles. Um, man, I don't know. You just to lose that way too to end your season. That's that's heartbreaking. So I know, I know that was hard in the locker room for them to kind of bounce back after that. To think about that actually after after that loss. Whoa. Excuse me. Need my coffee. Doing this without coffee is impossible. Uh uh uh. So then Sunday. Sunday we get a a good I mean just a good slate of games, dude. I mean every game was entertaining. This was this was to me I don't know how the Bills game was so so close. I I, I got to give credit to the Dolphins because I bad mouthed the Dolphins. I said they didn't have a chance in hell without two. They didn't st- they didn't stand a chance. This wasn't going to amount to anything. They weren't going to do shit in this game. It was impossible. So on and so forth. And boy, did they prove that to be uh, wrong. That was wrong. I, I, they they did a great job. They did a hell of a job. Actually, they didn't do a great job. They did a hell of a job. They did a hell of a job. Um, sticking with it again, down seventeen nothing without your starting quarterback, you could have folded this thing away and said, "You know what, boys, we weren't meant to win this. We didn't have our quarterback. We didn't do anything." But they came back with uh, vengeance and a fury. I mean, they were they came back obviously kicking field goals, kicking field goals, kicking field goals. You gotta score touchdowns. You convert those into touchdowns, and and they had a real shot of winning this against the Bills, and that's what scares me against Buffalo, right? That's what. That's where I, I'm. I'm. I'm just so. I don't. I, I just. You know, they can drive up and down the field at will. I mean, easily. But this defense isn't playing as well as I thought this defense should be playing. I thought this defense was going to be a, a top tier defense. Obviously, you know, no Von Miller. They've they've lost pieces. But so so is everybody. And I mean, on the other side, Bradley Chubb's on it on a, what you call pitch count, basically. You know he's only coming in certain times. He's not he's not fully a hundred percent with that ankle, but he's giving it a go. Uh, but credit to Miami uh, coming back, making this a, a really good game. This was a good game all the way to the end. They had a real shot at it, but you know the, the the big delay of game got them, and they were confused on you know was it a first down? Was it not a first down? What what were we looking at? And then then they then they get a delay of game. At the end, there it just the, the way that ended is tough. You can't allow stuff stuff like that. Misusing their timeouts too many times, are you know having to call timeout. And and for me, can't happen. Can't it can't go like that. It can't end that way. It's it just and I don't know. It's a, it's a tough loss to lose the way they did. You got you got to be able to to clock management is huge. You gotta understand the situation. Maybe that's a young coach in the playoffs. You know, get get in the field for it. Maybe he'll learn from that. He'll learn from his mistakes on that one. But you gotta be more efficient with your timeouts and what you're doing. And 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 towards the end there, you know, the the blunders they had. That's on coaching. And that you know you can't blame the team there. That's 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 on the coaching aspect, the coaching side of it. You know, they were they were. Calling timeouts because they couldn't get plays in. They weren't getting the plays in in time. I mean, that's that's silly. I mean, you can't have almost delay of games over and over again. And then to waste your timeouts because then you're not getting chances. Because then they're having to go for it. 
I mean, it was basically, all right, now we're in situations where we have to go for it because we don't have timeouts to even stop the clock to end the game. So, uh, but credit to the Bills. They hung around. They, they got the win. I, I, I thought this should have been a little more convincing. This, to me, is eye-opening. This is scary, right? Next week, they get they got the Bengals. They're going from... Uh, playing the Bengals. I mean, you're going from playing the Dolphins with third-string quarterback. You're playing Joe Cool and, and Joe Burrow. But, I mean, also, you could say, look at the Bengals. And we'll we'll just talk about that right now. Look at the Bengals. They didn't look so hot either, you know, against the Ravens. But I that's what I expect from that uh, divisional game. The Ravens' defense is is tough, is stout, and the Bills' defense is not playing that way. That's what scares me. Is now the Bengals seem like they have a real good shot at taking on taking on Buffalo because of the way their defense is, is giving up points. I mean, thirty one to the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins, dude. So, uh, Baltimore has got to has uh, got a way better defense, but they they hung around, and the only reason why they led, they lost. I mean, they really should have won that game. They had a real shot of win that game. The big the big turning point in that game was that fumble, just the fumble at the goal line, and he goes Sam Hubbard goes all the way. I mean, it was huge. It was the turning obviously the turning point in the game. It was the the go ahead touchdown for the game. And what scares me about it is the Bengals now, they don't look, they didn't look very tough either. But again, different defenses you're going to be facing. If they can keep, can they keep Joe Burrow upright to where he can get time to pass the ball? Because that was so odd. That game was so weird. I've never seen a game, I've never seen a game where they have to, they have to dink and dunk because they don't even have time to get the ball off. I mean, in a, in a playoff game like that, it's kind of like deja vu. That's what scares me about the Bengals and why it just seems so. It just seems like you keep going back to Kansas City as they're got to be the most favored team coming out of the AFC, just because every other team you can visibly see their uh, their 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 issues. And I don't. I look at Kansas City. And I don't really see a, a, a an issue with them other than like a weakness. Other than maybe you can say their defense isn't the greatest, but they're still tearing it up. They're still their offense is still their offense. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They have a lot of pieces. Isaiah Pacheco's tearing it up. I mean, it's just that's what scares me against these other teams. And Cincinnati is one of those teams where they have a big weakness. Offensive line is huge. You're 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 only going as far as you are as, as far as your offensive line goes. And they're just they've taken now so many injuries to the offensive line. It's 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 gonna be tough. It's an uphill battle. It affects your run game, which then affects your passing game because if you can't run the ball, and they can just you know the, the opposing defense doesn't have to worry about worry about that, and they can just the the, the D linemen are just free to just come after you. Uh, it, it it makes it hard because they're not even thinking about the run. Right, the run game is not is an afterthought. You know the play action doesn't work. It's that that doesn't no one's biting on play action. The, the linebackers don't move up on play action to then get those seams in the middle. I mean, it just changes the whole aspect of your of your, of your game. Your game plan changes. Your that's why the Bengals had to go to these hitches. Uh, they were saying something about in the game they had the most hitches in one game hitch routes because they can't get nothing else. I mean, you don't have time to throw it to deep to chase. It's 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 hard to have three, you know, three top tier wide receivers 
and you can't get them the ball because you can't th- you can't take more than three seconds to get the ball out. So I will give credit to the Baltimore Ravens playing without Lamar Jackson. All the noise, all the media issues, all that stuff going on is Lamar coming back. What do you guys think? You know, I can you know that's a huge distraction. You're just trying to play a fucking uh, a football game, a playoff game at that against a division opponent that just that just kind of whooped your ass the week before, and everyone thinking, oh, it's just going to be the same thing. And 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 you're dealing with questions about Lamar Jackson if he's going to be the future of your franchise. Is he better? Do you guys move on without him? What do we, you know? You, you, so to deal with that distraction on top of just playing with the game of you're playing with the backup quarterback, you don't have your starting guy. You know you want you want everyone to be there. You definitely wanted him to be there. And I'll give Tyler Huntley a lot of credit. He played great. I mean, he he really he he played great given the the scenario. Um, I thought he did an excellent job, but it, it it comes down to can Cincinnati hold up against uh, a, a Buffalo? I mean, it's it's it, it, it's going to be huge against these big teams. If they can't if they can't find a way to pass the ball, it's not going to matter. If they can't find a way to protect, that's what scares me. Buffalo's defense is starting to scare me. And then you look at, you know, the AFC is kind of, to me, it runs through Kansas City. Whereas the NFC is, you got the 49ers and the, and the, uh, oh no, the Eagles now. We're going to see what the Eagles are. But the Eagles' opponent is going to be the G-Men. The fucking G-Men upsetting the Vikings. And uh, what did I tell you? I told you. Don't fuck around with Kirk Cousins. Um, and I, and Kirk Cousins, I'm not even gonna bag on him too much. He had, actually had a pretty decent game. You know, he's 31 for 39, two touchdowns. But it just seems like it was predictable. Minnesota, I, I it, and now everyone's on Danny Dimes. I thought Danny Dimes played great. This was just a, a an all out like solid performance from him. He played great. Um, but can he do this against an elite team? Because to me, Minnesota was not an elite team. I just their defense. First off, their defense couldn't stop Georgia right now. I mean, they they could they would not even be able to stop the Georgia Bulldogs. Their defense is 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 just kind of a liability. Their offense it's they're all offense. Reminds me of my uh, my Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl year where the defense was just not there, but the offense was there, and, and the offense was overwhelmingly great but the run game to me you can't go with one bell cow running back Dalvin Cook getting 15 carries 60 yards and then Kirk Cousins passing the ball the whole time it's just inconsistent I mean you can't not inconsistent it's just predictable they're gonna step they want to drop back and pass and drop back and pass and they were getting they were getting it going for a minute there I mean to me, if I was the Giants, I would have just sat back. This this didn't need to be that close. I would have just sat back and said, go ahead and try to run the ball. I We want you to run the football. Please. We're not even going to care for the run. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sit back and stop this pass. I think they could have got a, more, a little more aggressive and had more uh, turnovers and, and, and got after it. But that's what the... That's what that's that's all the name of the game of the, of, the, of this team is. The Giants don't turn the ball over. They lead to the running game. They can pass off of it. So that's what makes them so scary is they don't turn the ball over, but they just don't get turnovers. So 
that could be an issue if they start to turn, if they turn start turning the ball over and then they get into themselves in a hole. That's where it's going to have problems. That's why the Giants are kind of a they're a fun story. But man, if if they it really depends on what what happens and you're going to have turnovers. That's the thing. You're going to have at some point whether it's a special teams turnover or you know that that's where it really starts to bite you. You get a turnover that isn't really on you. As far as the offense, you know the quarterback's not picking, throwing a pick. You get those fumbles, those odd plays that you're like, oh no, if the ball went this way instead of that way, we would have had a better shot at this. So that's where it could it really bite them in the ass. But the the Giants have a good shot at you know I, I thought I thought they had a good shot going into this. They they you know the Minnesota Vikings at thirteen and four just did not feel like a thirteen and four football team. I couldn't explain it. I don't know what it was. It's just it wasn't there. Obviously the defense was a problem, but a lot of teams you know can manage. You know they can get by a few games in the playoffs with bad defense, but eventually it it, it sticks out. And you know defense does still win championships. You got to have a defense in this league. It just it's impossible because if you can't play perfect football all the time, and that's what you—that's what you're asking your offense is to play perfect football. You have to drain the clock because eventually that defense is going to. If that defense is on the field too much, it, even on a great defense, it doesn't work. Well, you know, putting putting it out there like that, putting yourself in a position to having to get just—you're just begging for a stop, just. Just stop something so we can, you know, we you can't keep up. We eventually, the one time you can't keep up with the team, and I didn't think they'd have a shootout with the Giants. Uh, I thought maybe like, you know, if they got got by and had the 49ers, you know, t- playing teams like that, playing the Eagles, they weren't going to have a chance in hell because that defense isn't going to be able to stop anything. But uh, the Giants, I think, impressed a lot of people, including myself, the way they they've played. <clears throat> And Daniel Jones on the on the, on the ground, outrunning Saquon, kind of impressive. The G the G men looked impressive. I'll give them that. They looked really good. Uh, they they draw the tough matchup of playing the unknown now and playing the Eagles, which is going to be a wild game. Uh, the last game though, talking about the, the Giants, the Cowboys, the, the Cowboys and Bucks, we kind of already talked about a little bit. The, the Buccaneers just laying a, a goose egg. I'll just talk about how the, you know. To me, though, this was this was what was going to happen. The Bucks have looked like this all season. I don't think this was a surprise by any means. I mean, you're throwing it 66 times. Obviously, you're down by as much as you are. You have to then abandon the run game. But they never had the run game to begin with. They never u- utilized the run game. Could never get the run game going. Um, passing wise, it was just it, it is what it is. When you're throwing it 66 times, I don't care. You're not winning. I mean, double the amount of what Dak threw, and I know this because they're down. But I mean, it, and Brady just didn't look like himself. He he just does not look the same in Tampa right now. Um, he had that one game, and I this is why I don't. I go back to when they played Atlanta after the the week before they played, and they go and play Atlanta. They play Carolina. He looked great. Should have kept him playing the whole time against Atlanta. Just keep the moment. Get. Get the juices going. I mean, they were playing great. Then you play him for a first half. He still looked good against Atlanta. Then you take him out. And now you go into this game and you just, he looked, I mean, the throws weren't there. He wasn't making the throws that he needed to. And it, it, 
it affected this team, and it, they were the team to me that just you know their defense was there, but eventually it's gonna get it's gonna break. Like I said, you can have a really good defense, and if you can't score points, it does not matter. The name of the game is scoring points, so couldn't get the job done. Really, not much to say that that one to me falls on Brady, and it just seemed like they weren't in the same realm with the receivers. I like there's he's throwing the ball. There was one right there was one where to Mike Evans where he's throwing it over the middle and Mike Evans is cutting outside and it's just like what how do you guys not how are you that that far off page and you've been playing with each other all season? So it just they never never could get into it, never could dial it in, never never got it right. And the Cowboys, you know, to me I think Cowboys fans are gonna be going nuts for this win, but you kinda need to realize the situation. You did just play the Tampa Bay Bucks and they were not good. They didn't look good. You played a team that did not even look like themselves. So don't get all buck wild because you guys, you know, won that game because that is, uh, <clears throat> that is to me, uh, whatever. You now have to, you now have to play the 49ers who, I'm sorry, they're going to just, it, 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 that's going to be a fun matchup, but I, that with that defense, both defenses, it's going to be interesting. That's going to be a good one. You got Jags, Chiefs, we're going to make, let's make picks. Let's make the picks. Oh, let's see. We got some fun matchups. We got Jags and Chiefs. We got Eagles, Giants, Bills, Bengals, and 49ers, Cowboys. So, Jags, Chiefs. Um, to me, the Chiefs are the team to beat. I think the Chiefs, I think from this point now, you know, Chiefs, 49ers get back. I think Chiefs, 49ers get back to Super Bowl. I think we're going to have that matchup again. This time, it's going to be a little bit different. <clears throat> Uh, but but ja- but talking about Jags Chiefs, this one to me, you know, resiliency is a big thing for the the Jaguars. They do not seem to care what the situation is. Doug Peterson, they're playing for Doug Peterson. They're gonna give it at all. But to me, this is a inconsistency from Trevor Lawrence. What are we gonna get? You know, what half of the Trevor Lawrence are we gonna get? I think the way his him throwing the ball is inconsistent and, and a little bit scary at times. Um, his throws that he misses can can really be a factor for him. But I, I, the Chiefs come out, uh, and I, you know, all these games seem to be have 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 been close. I think this one here, Mike, this one here could get out of hand, like in in the second half. This would be a game where it could get pulled away here, but you never know. Um, I expect the Chiefs to just, just handle their business. They had been rolling. There's just too much offense. And I think that defense is going to have to play a big, big thing. They're going to have to do big things, making big stops against uh, Kansas City. And can they do that? I don't know. Can can they do that for four quarters? Certainly not. I mean, Kansas City is going to get what they, they want at some point. Their offense is too too much. Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, uh they they've got too many weapons, and it's you know even Juju who is, our what you know, to me not not, not the big name, McCole Hardman. Still questionable. Um, let's see, is McCole Hardman? What do they got? Andy Reid said Hardman won't practice Tuesday. Okay, is not responding the way. Oh, so it sounds like McCole Hardman might might not be available. Uh, even even with that said, I just think. You know, Justin Watson can step in and do what he does for him. 
you know, he's he's made some big plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. They just Mahomes will make any of these guys look look really good. He'll get them as long as they're where they need to be. He'll get them the ball. He'll find a way. I like the Chiefs in this one. Obviously, they're just too much too much offense for that defense to try to make plays. And, and Lawrence being inconsistent as he is, it's just he has to play perfect. It feels like the the Forty ers and the Seahawks. And the Jags or the Seahawks, they got to play a perfect game the whole time, and it, it's just too—it's just too big of an uphill battle for me for them. Um, I thought they, you know, knocked out the Chargers. That was a great game for them, but I think you draw the line here is where, as far as what team, uh, what they can do ability-wise. This is just on paper the too too much of a difference in uh, talent. Uh, Giants Eagles. This will be a fun one. This is this one's tough for me to. to to pick because Philly coming back with Jalen Hurts, this this could be an upset. I I, I almost feel like I want to go G men on this. <sighs> this I mean it just it just smells like there's an opportunity for an upset. You know, teams that play each other, they know each other, and boy, I, the more I think about it, I want to go Giants. I want to go Giants right now. Uh, you, know, you look at the the two games. The Eagles put a hurting on them. No pun intended. They put a hurting on them the first matchup, and then at the end of the season it was twenty two to sixteen. But again, that was with that was with uh, Jalen Hurts coming back. So I mean, and that was the Giants resting. So I. Uh, I don't know. We don't. We just don't know. We just don't know. We don't have anything to really go off of as far as these two teams, other than early in the season. But man, you can't look it back that far. It does no good. This is a playoff game. This is you know, Eagles don't. Giants don't turn the ball over. Oh man, I want to go. I'm going Giants. I'm. Go, I'm just gonna say it. I'm going Giants. I think these two teams playing each other. The Giants playing as well as they are. I know a lot of teams are probably now gonna be going on the Giants, but I just think. If that's what we're getting, if that's the G-men we're going to get, you know, the Eagles' defense is 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 tough, though. So it's not going to be the same. It's not Minnesota's defense. So, I don't know. I, I'm going back and forth on this now. I, I like the Eagles, though. I think the Eagles have too many offensive weapons, man. They they just – it's going to be a close game. It, it really is. I, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Giants. I think the Giants can pull this off. If they don't turn the ball over – they they do what they do, running the ball, keeping the way, keeping the the ball away from the Eagles, running the ball. The you know both teams can do this kind of the same thing. They run the ball. They can quarterbacks can keep it. It's going to be a close, nitty gritty, down to the wire game. I feel like, uh, and I, I'm going to go G men, uh, but we're going to see what the Eagles have. Uh, if they can get a couple turnovers, it's it's definitely Giants. It, it, that's the key. To me, the key is can the can the Giants force the Eagles to make some turnovers. We'll see. We'll find out um, what there is to be to be had there. What me? What 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 can they do? This this is going to be the probably the this and the. Uh, I think this is one of the closest games of the weekend. I think they're all going to be pretty close. Philly's favored by seven and a half. You know that's this. They're they're favored huge. I think it's closer than seven and a half. I, I think that line is is a little high. I think that this this one is it's going to be a little closer than that. Uh, I like the Giants. 
I I really feel the Giants can make some 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 plays. They can you know all they got to do is get, get a couple turnovers, get a turnover or two, not turn the ball over, just win the turnover battle. I'll say that when they win the turnover battle, they might have this one. I'm gonna go upset. I'm going G men. I I like the G men. You know, coming in, you know, they got the momentum rolling on. They got momentum on their side. I'm taking G men. And then Sunday, Sunday we get the Bengals Bills Cowboys Giants. So Bengals Bills. Kind of talk about this one. Two teams I'm I'm nervous about. You know, offensive line for the Bengals and the defense of for the Bills. The defense has been playing shoddy for the Bills, just in the sense I they could have been a dominant defense. And I feel like you know giving up 31 to Miami kind of puts a stink on on what you're doing. Um, you know, there's no reason they should have had Skylar Thompson throwing the ball all over him like that. They're now going to be facing Joe Burrow, and if they can, if they can't get to the quarterback, if they can actually keep him upright, if they can keep Joe Burrow upright, that's where they're going to have a chance. But what they did against, but then you also on the flip side, you look at what the the Bengals did um, against the the defense of the Ravens. The Ravens defense did the Bengals rather keeping them to. Keeping that game as close as it was, both teams were kept in games close when it really kind of shouldn't have been. I I understand more the Bengals and Ravens one. The Bills being that close to the Dolphins kind of scares me. It really does. I know it's division games and they've played each other three times. But up until that point, it's the third time. But I don't know. This one's a coin flip for me. I have I have concerns about both teams: the offense for the Bengals and the defense of the Bills. That's going to be the matchup right there. To me, it's the Bengals' offense and the Bills' defense. Which team wins that battle? Wins this game. If the Bengals' offense looks better, can they can they actually go down and score? They, yeah, okay. But if the Bills can actually ratchet it up a little bit, get to, get some get a turnover or two, and, and rattle the Bengals, that's where it's going to be the difference maker. Because uh, both teams playing really good football coming into the playoffs, but. And playoffs games to me just I know it's playoffs everything tightens up ratchets up and but man I, I'm gonna go Bengals just concerning how the the Bills played the Bengals that defense to me uh, fuck dude got it, it's got to be better than that I think the Bengals can find a way to get these receivers you know they give Burrow a little more time I like to see the run game you know they're, they're not it's not gonna be there but they got to try to get that run game going with Joe Mixon. They have not been able to run the ball at all. If they can get some running going, and I, and I know the Bills are at home, it's going to be an uphill battle. God, excuse me. It's going to be an uphill battle, but man, Bengals. I'm taking Bengals in this one, upsetting the Bills at home. Then you got 49ers, Cowboys. I'm just going to say now I'm taking the 49ers. That, that, that is the one team right now I'm, I'm confident in. Uh, I, I buy the most stock into right now. They just—they seem to be the most complete complete team offensively and defensively, and it's hard to say otherwise. I'm surprised the line is at three and a half. I think it's at three and a half just because of the how the, the Cowboys looked, but again, they played the Bucks, so let's not let's slow it down. Just yes, just pump pump the brakes, pump pump the brakes, slow it down just a little bit because they. Truthfully, should have did what they did against that that Bucks team. So I mean, it's they're they're tooting their own horn about something that they should have done 
to begin with. So Cowboys fans, you need to slow down a little bit. I, I'm just letting you know right now, it's going to be a, a tough matchup for you guys. That defense is tough. You're not going to put up as many points as you did. You're not going to be doing what you did against the, the Bucks. You know, what, what your offense is going to do. It's not going to be the same. So, I think for the for the Cowboys to win this game, they got to they rely on their defense. Their defense needs to come up with a touchdown. They need to get a pick six. They need to make a play. They need to make some kind of big stance and rattle. You got to rattle the 49ers and try to rattle Brock Purdy, which he doesn't seem to get rattled. So, to me, the Cowboys got to make a big play defensively. It's got to come from the defense because I think the the offense is what it is, and the offense has to be consistent too. We can't see what we saw against Washington because you play an ounce of that. If you get an ounce, just a just an ounce of that for uh, against the 49ers, that Cowboys team against the 49ers, they will make you pay bad, and it'll, they will embarrass you. So the offense has to just play good football. They have to they have to move them up and down. They can't have three and outs. They have to have sustainable drives. Keep the keep the 49ers off the field. Don't allow them to 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 get the ball back and get those pieces on. That's going to be huge. Trying to get trying to play clock management, keeping the the 49ers off the field to me. That's where you got to have it. You got that's where your money is. Keeping the 49ers off the field. Don't allow all them pieces to beat you because they, they can't beat you if they're not on the field. That is that is the golden rule in the NFL. It's always how do you how do you beat Brady? You know, not this Brady, but Newer, old Brady. How do you beat Brady? How do you beat Favre? How do you beat Rodgers? How do you beat Peyton Manning? How do you beat these elite quarterbacks? How do you beat Mahomes? You keep those fuckers off the field. Because if they don't have the ball, they can't beat you. That's just a simple, you know, write that down. Step one in the NFL. They can't beat you if they don't have the fucking football. So, the Cowboys gotta keep those, those weapons off the field. They gotta, you know, play their game, slow it down a little bit, have methodical, slow, methodical drives going up, marching up and down the field. That's what that's what you got to do. Can they do it? I don't fucking think so. I've got, <laughs> all that being said, I've got the 49ers. I think the defense is too much, too too big, too fast, too strong. They're just too much, man. And Brock Purdy, had this been Jimmy G, I'd say you had a better chance. No no disrespect to Jimmy G, but to me he's just he is a system quarterback. He's looked. He's benefited from being in that system, so I think he's a really good system quarterback. I think he's probably the best one we've seen. Um, but I just don't think he's capable of going out and winning you games uh, to this degree. And 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 that that's why I think they got to the Super Bowl when they did, and they couldn't win. System guy gets you that far. The system's great, and then it collapses when it's. You know, you get somebody, a team that, like Kansas City, that can just do it all. So, I'm taking 49ers. So, we're going we're going Chiefs over Jags. We're going Giants over the Eagles. Um, and the and the close game, the closest game to me, the t- the toughest game to pick. I'm going I'm going Bengals over Bills. And uh, I'm gonna go 49ers over Cowboys. So, there are there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't hold me to it because my picks, my Super Bowl picks are out. Um, we've had upsets. What did we go? What did we go on the on the weeks? I had the 49ers. Yeah, I had the Chargers. 
you know, we lost that one. Bills, I was right on that one. I had the Giants. We were we were correct on every game other than those fucking Jaguars coming back on us. So uh we we had it we actually looking back on it, I did not even think about that. We were good on every game. Had the Chargers not given up a twenty seven nothing lead, we would have picked them all. We'd had all the picks right. Um so let's see how we do in the four games here. Chiefs, I think I think everyone's on the Chiefs, right? The Giants, that's where that's where things get dicey. Everyone's that that pick might be uh, you might be thinking I'm crazy, but I, I just think the way the Giants are playing, I don't know. They've they've they're playing inspired football. Uh, Dable's got them going. Another guy that could be coach of the year, truthfully. Uh, you could go. You could go. There's two coaches to me that could really deserve. That really could get it. Actually, there's a lot of coaches, right? I think Andy Reid could get it again, but I think Doug Peterson is well deserved. Uh, I think Brian Dable. Dan Campbell, um, I think he's deserving as well. So I, it's it just, it, it is. I mean, it, it, it's it's a tough it's a tough matchup there for for the Eagles and Giants one, but a lot of coaches that could win Coach of the Year, and then you get let's see, we got Bills Bengals. Tough one there. I'm going Bengals. That's the one where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, it's hard, especially at home for the Bills. They're gonna have a lot of a lot of pieces, but we're going we're going we're going Bengals over Bills, and then we're going 49ers over Cowboys. So we'll see how how we turn out. Um, how those how those pan out. But um, as always, love y'all and peace.